0: Hi, guys.
1: I love. loves. Hi, I'm Gabs, and this is my girlfriend, Soph.
0: And we are your podcast hosts.
1: Welcome to Queer Podcast, where we bring you all things queer, my dear.
0: We speak to a different guest each episode as they tell us their coming out story. We listen to the good, the bad, the ugly, and the outright hilarious.
1: This is the content that we wish we had when we were stuck in the closet. And it's such a pleasure to be able to speak to some amazing people each episode and bring you a new and different story.
0: If you've got a coming out story that That you want to share, get in touch with us, email or DM on Instagram at qu.ear.
1: Sit back, relax, grab a cuppa
0: and a biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you.
1: (laughs) And keep an ear out for queer.
2: Mm
0: Welcome to episode 13 of Queer Podcast. 13! I know. Well, yeah. Am I going to do that every episode? Yes, I am. Yeah.
1: Get excited <laughs> on where we're up to every episode. Yes, I absolutely Yeah. No, it's cool.
0: It's cool. <laughs> okay, so today on this episode, we're speaking to the lovely Megan Owen. She is a musician. She's from Wales. Wales. From Wales. Are you still love. Wait, her. do the rest in,
1: in a Welsh accent. Go on. She's from Wales. She's from Wales. And... Um, She's just a lovely girl, really. And we were sitting (laughs) chatting to her. And I just, all I could think about was getting a pint and, you know, going to the pub and getting a Bacardi and Coke, (laughs) please my fun way. And thinking that, you know, she's probably the only gay in the village. She could well be the only gay in the village. Oh, well, you, you see, Soph, in her story, she talks about the fact that she really is not the only gay in the village. Oh, shit. But who is it? Who's the other queer?
0: <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, Ooh. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it it's... could be a family member. Oh, guys, it is a plot twist. <laughs> okay, so before we get into it, Gabs, let's give a couple of shouts out now, fiercely before we couple get. Of what? To... Oh, a couple of shouts out. <laughs> <laughs> shouts out. Shouts out. <laughs> right, let's do a couple of shouts outs. because a lot of people don't know what goes on behind the scenes you know? No, even I did before we started. <laughs> My God. So we just want to give a quick shout out to our producers, Gabs. Oh, um, Sophie and Gabs. Um, to our editors. Oh, Sophie and Gabs as well. Yeah, yeah. well yeah. done girls. To our artists and our graphic designers, Gabs. Do you know what? I think that might also be Sophie and Gabs. Well done to them. Our social media managers, also Sophie and Gabs. And last but not least, Gabs, our music and volume editors. Gabs off all right yeah you get the shit job it's all right (laughs) also a couple more shout outs to our main listeners in the uk the us germany new zealand australia and canada but we've got a couple more shall i start us off
1: yeah go with thanks to all our listeners in india guernsey sweden ireland spain israel argentina (laughs) Switzerland, Papua New Guinea, Romania, Singapore, Kuwait. I'm so sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I've never heard of it.
0: Kuwait are two in Ghana, two in Greece, two in Indonesia, Slovenia, Portugal, Egypt, Peru, Netherlands, Mexico, Japan. Shall we go on?
1: (laughs) Basically just like...
0: The world, Gav, queer queer has taken over.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that really, really... Jokes aside, that is incredible that we've reached that many people in that many countries and that many parts of the world. It's mind-blowing really yeah
0: it's really it's cool
1: so yeah thank you so so much to each and every one of you from all around the world it's it's truly a pleasure and very exciting and really special
0: so we hope you enjoy listening to that absolutely lovely meg she was such a pleasure to talk to yeah really really sweet like such a sweetheart so she just released a new single and we'll talk about that tell you all about it in the outro Mm -hmm. so you know where to check that out so stay tuned loves in a bit in a bit
2: well, how are you, Meg? I'm good. I'd be very excited to do this. It's a bit yeah. out of my comfort zone, but I love you guys' podcast. I've been listening to it like nonstop. Really? <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm
1: glad you're enjoying it. It's good.
2: What was your favorite episode? I think his name is Danny, like the Spice yeah. Girls one. I related so much to his story. Um, yeah. He, just, he, sounded, he sounded so fun. I like that one. Yeah. The one you had on last time, I don't remember your name, the singer. Link. Oh, Links. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that as
0: well. Oh, good <laughs> yeah. stuff.
2: Oh, it's so nice to hear that. You well, we'll it. be
0: talking about your music as well at the end of this mm-hmm. one. So that'd be cool. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Gabs. And,
1: and I'm Soph, aka Scarlet Marmite, and <laughs> <laughs> <A> nutritional boost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's
2: that?
1: What would your what drag queen name be? What was it? Yeah, your favorite, oh, your first pet, and your favorite yeah. food. <laughs>
0: I was
2: about to say so clay strawberries does not sound very appealing as a drag name (laughs) I think that's really cool clay strawberries
0: I think that's so
1: cool I can imagine like rooting clay strawberries on and drag race UK like, oh my god I love clay (laughs) (laughs) anyway so we won't drift off onto drag race UK as tempting as it is but yeah you're on here to talk about your coming out story and we're
2: so excited to hear it so um go ahead take the floor where does it start Oh gosh! I think for like everybody, it starts at a really young age, but you're not exactly sure what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first memory of it was in primary school. Like I'd be with like all the girls dinner time in like the, the yard, and they'd be like, oh, "Guys, so like which boy do you fancy today?" Yeah. And like all my friends to like be listing like five names. And I just be like the quiet shy one in the corner, like not saying anything. And they turn to me and they're like, "Who do you fancy?" And I'm like, "Uh," I just copy like one of my friends, like whatever they said. Yeah. Um, And then as like the years went by, I always thought like, "Oh, I'm just I'm I'm too young yet. Like I don't feel any attraction to anybody yet. But maybe Mm. something that will grow like as I grow." And then it hit like going into like your seven, which is like, you know, big change for like a young kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember just thinking, wow, all my friends have like boyfriends and stuff and I don't have anyone. But why is that? Am I just, am I not suitable to be like in a relationship with anyone and like really question myself? Yeah. Yeah. And then thought back to like, actually i see like all these girls as like people i wish i was like like i want to look like hey i want to be like hey i wish i could do what she did but mm-hmm. turns out like that was actually like me having a crush on them Yeah, <laughs> but, you know you, you're so young you don't like realize it
0: that's know. it i mean at that age you, you are figuring out your sexuality as yeah, well definitely. you know as in like sex in
1: general is like a brand new thing no matter who it's with So it's like figuring out, separating a platonic to a romantic. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a very profound feeling that when you realise, oh, it was actually a crush. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I thought about this so hard and it was like, no way, no way I can be a lesbian. Like, I don't care, whatever. And then like, fast forward to when I was like 16 in school, I come out to like my really close friends as bi. Mm-hmm. And they were so so supportive. Literally, the best friends I could ask for. Amazing. I remember there was this incident in school. The popular group of like girls, they were like teasing one of their friends that was inside the group, saying she was a bisexual. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh my god, girls, stay away from her. Like, we can't go to PE lessons anymore because she's gonna be there, guys. We need to like start a oh, protest." God. That was pathetic. Yeah, and that was the moment that I was like, "Okay, I can't come." Up- to anybody until i leave school like nobody outside of like my close friend group Mm. so lived the rest of my secondary school days as like you know the quiet shy kid who like never talked because i didn't want anyone to be like maybe she's bi maybe she's gay oh that's such wow. a shame that it, hearing those comments just
0: forces you to know, yeah. go inside yourself. These kids just aren't educated enough to realise how big of an impact that can have on someone else's life. I mean, that was like years of your life that you wasn't yourself just because of a couple of comments that you heard other people say
2: uneducated. and Like the worst part about that is that like the girl they were talking about wasn't even by bi- Like it was a little joke, but then yeah. that stuck with me for so many years. So yeah. it was like, okay... I can't be myself, and I'm g- not going to, like, you know, your teen years are supposed to be, like, the best years of your life. Mm, and yeah. I spent them all, like, not being who I was. Yeah. Like, I knew who I was, or I thought I knew who I was. <laughs> and then, like, my my close friends, like, knew as well. Like, that all mattered to me at the time. And then I grew up a little bit, like, a couple of years later, and I realised, you know, like, there's a huge, like, lesbian master doc thing now. I wish I had that, <laughs> like, when I was, like, <laughs> 16, 17. What is that? I've heard that before. I think we've mentioned that on the podcast before, but I don't actually know what it is. The lesbian doc is a thing going around social media and it's just like a huge document being like if you are questioning if you're a lesbian, read this and it's filled with like do you have any attraction to any man that's not like fictional or celebrity, like when you picture your future relationship, who's it with it's just a hate list. Wow, a checklist. Yeah, yeah. It's just things like, oh this is what the public thinks like a lesbian is but like if you oh. think these things maybe you might like it's just a big help type yeah, of thing. I see cool yeah. That is cool. I wish I had that when I was like sixteen because yeah. I realized that I actually wasn't bi, mm-hmm. and I was only attracted to women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went through, like, a huge meltdown, and I was like, there's no way I'm a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. Not, mm-hmm. Like, just no possible way. So I went through, like, a huge phase then. I hate to call it a phase. It's just me trying to find myself. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Really. But I-, I thought, like, I was non-binary and, like, a trans man for ages. Like, I'd, like, wow. go between the two and think I was, like, both. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I was, like, 16, I'd just come back from, like, a party or something, so drunk. And I was on the phone to my best friend crying my eyes out. And I was like, I've got something to tell you, and I don't want yeah. you to tell anyone else. And he was really supportive. He was, like, trying to look after me because I was really drunk. Okay. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, it's so nuts how, like, this, like, media has just, like, put such a bad image on, like, the weird lesbian that I was like, yeah. there's no way at all ever I'm lesbian mm. yeah no I can totally relate to that same here yeah
1: I felt gross I felt gross when I realized I was attracted to girls I was like oh gross no like yeah. I can't kiss a girl that's so weird yeah, I can't do anything with a girl that's so gross yeah. and wrong and blah. yeah and it's horrible how much that affects you for a long time
0: yeah definitely god I thought it was just so gross and just not right I, d- I thought that there was something wrong with me But
1: there's not, obviously, of course there's not. And hopefully, like, it's sad that our age, that was the precedent that was set for Mm -hmm. anyone that was on the spectrum, like anyone who was different, anyone who wasn't cisgender and anyone who wasn't straight was,
0: like, gross or weird. But soon we are going to be the parents. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Like, luckily things are getting a bit better now, but it was like the word lesbian was always only used for, like, a sexual type of thing, like lesbian porn and stuff. It was never used. Yes. Never ever used as like, you know, you'd hear like two men. It's like a gay relationship. That sounds completely fine. But like a lesbian relationship is not innocent. It's something really yeah. dirty and wrong. Yeah. So yeah. I think that played a big factor in me being mm-hmm. like, there's no way I'm a lesbian. Like I can't be like, that's so awful. I've, t- I've been learned that it's such an awful thing that I can't be. Yeah. yeah. And then I got into Drag Race. <laughs> My yes, best friend introduced me to girl. Drag Race. Um, <laughs> I instantly like fell in love and I was like I instantly felt like a connection to like the community and like everything they were saying spent a couple of months going to drag shows all the time in Cardiff met those people and I was in like such like a safe like queer environment and I was like Uh, okay this is where I'm supposed to be I'm outside of like you know all all, like the mean people like people didn't Mm -hmm. stand in school and like this is my safe space now that's yeah. amazing it shows um, how much people really need community yeah and then at one of the drag shows I met this girl that, like I'd been following on Twitter for like ages and like we were texting texting I wasn't out to my mom at this time so we went on a secret date to go watch Mamma Mia 2 of all films <laughs> the, most, the most lesbian film literally <laughs> the film
1: of all the gays <laughs> <laughs>
2: so i went on a secret date with her i told my mom like i just like gone to like a drag show or something mm. so like she thought i was safe because i didn't want to tell her and then i was like okay yeah this this is it i'd never like felt that way with someone before Aww. um and then nothing i did coming of that like we both moved away to uni but it was a nice time yeah early 2018 um i was like sat in my bed and like the questions from like the lesbian master doc i was just saying i was like having a breakdown in bed and I was like name one man you're attracted to mm. and my brain was just like blank <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, name, name any fictional man or like any like celebrity crush that you have that is a man and mm. I just couldn't think of anything and then I think the biggest thing for me with like accepting myself is like picturing like my wedding like my wedding day like what do I see and my first instinct was just like a woman yeah oh. So then that was me coming to terms with it myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I like journaled the shit out of all of this and I was Good. just like yeah this is me and then I waited a couple of months because you know I'd, I'd changed my mind a lot, not changed my mind, I like just trying to process all of this Mm. I told my friends I was bi I told one of my friends I I thought I was trans I was like I'm gonna sit on this for a little bit before I say anything yeah Yeah. it's a journey isn't it um and then I was completely fine you know Mm. I was like this is what I've like I felt the most comfortable in my life like with myself ever Mm -hmm. so uh, I told my friends my close friendship group and they were like yeah we know (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 it's great (laughs) I put it like, I made such a fuss out of it in my head. I was like, oh God, they're going to think like, oh, Manx back again with like another story, but like, now they were like, yeah, it's, it's okay. Like, we understand completely oh, fine. Amazing. so sweet about it. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to university, uh, which was a big, big change. I still had not come out to like my family at all at this mm. point. And I'm sure if you go to university, you can understand like, you get out of like your hometown and you're actually like thrown out there to like do stuff by yourself and figure out who you are even more Mm -hmm. so literally within the first two months of me moving to university I like found a girl that I like kind of fell for and then I was like yeah okay right this is it I'd, like, waited until I'd completely moved out of my home into, like, student accommodation. I had, like, my own place. I was getting, like, my own money and everything. And I was, like, I don't know how to come out to my family in person. Mm -hmm. This isn't something that I think I I, I can do. Mm -hmm. There'd been, like, so many times in the past. But, you know, when you want to come out, there's, like, so many moments. Like, I was just making a cup of tea with my mum, and, like, my heart's racing, and I'm, like, this could be the time. Yeah. I could say it right now. Yeah. It just overflows you, doesn't it? Like, is this it? There's just so many times like that when I was home, um, but I was like, I I can't, I can't. So I waited until I was like completely moved out. I messaged you over Facebook Messenger. (laughs) (laughs) The Monday way. (laughs) Yeah, I sent, I sent this huge paragraph and I was like, if you don't accept me, like I completely understand. I just wanted to like, like, let you know know, how, how it is. Yeah. And she texted me back. She was like, oh, I had no idea, but I had a girlfriend once too.
0: Oh, my God. (sighs) No way. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah! Wow. And I just, like, I completely just, like, was not expecting that. And, like, I was crying as I was, like, waiting for her response. And then she sent me that. And I just, like, stopped. And I was like, oh. (laughs)
0: But <laughs> like she just you, stole she, the she, line why yeah, is
1: with you, that news you've taken my <laughs> right moment this is not my moment to say I've got a girlfriend and then you're coming in
0: <laughs> I love that that's so funny so she's never told you this before
2: never ever do you think if you knew that you would have felt more comfortable I think I would have felt more comfortable but at the same time it's like um, her brother's gay also, so I knew she wasn't homophobic. Okay. At all. Yeah. But there was still like the fear there, like I'm her child, you know, yeah. it's different yeah. circumstances, so mm-hmm. the fear was always there. But after hearing her say that, I was just like, why didn't you tell me before? <laughs> yeah. Like, even, like bring it up casually. Like, you yeah. yeah. helped me so
1: much, girl. You could have told me over a cup of tea. <laughs> like, yeah, literally.
2: <laughs> So after I came out to my mum, I didn't ask my mum to tell my family, but she did anyway. But in a way, I'm kind of glad because it stopped me from having to force any more like anxious and like awkward conversations, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially because coming out in person is so different to like over text as well. So I just I was like, I can't I can't do this anymore. (laughs) And then like the (laughs) the next time I come home from uni for like a weekend, I was like on edge. I was like, Okay, everybody knows to say anything. And they just never brought it up, but not in a bad way, as in, like, they were ignoring it. It was just like, wasn't a big deal yeah Yeah, that's that's kind of nice whereas like in the past my mom would always like force like met any boys you like Mm. now it it slowly turned into met anyone you like and now it's turned into met any girls you like and it's like such a a small change in language like that little difference is just like made me feel so like comforted yeah it's so significant isn't it Yeah, I'm really lucky, I think, because obviously not a lot of people have the same, like, support from their family. Mm -hmm, Yeah. So after I'd come out, it'd been like a couple of months, my younger sibling messaged me while I was at university. And they were like, hi Meg, I hope this doesn't upset you at all, but I want to go by they, them pronouns. Wow. And I was just like, obviously I'm not upset. Shut up. Like I literally wanted to fight them. I was like, this has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with me. All to do with you. Yeah. And then I told them, I was like, so my close friends are really close to my family as well. So I checked with my sibling and I was like, Hey, so when I talk about you to my friends, what pronouns and name do you want me to use? Because if you don't want to come out, I'm not gonna out you, obviously. And they were like, no, that's completely fine. So I told them as well about my young sibling coming out. And then my friend said something to me that literally just shocked me. Made me cried, they were like, "You walked so your sibling could run. As in Aww. like, I went through like so much like pain and like insecurity and like issues growing up to come out. And then they took by my example and seen the like, I've come out and I'm fine. So they were in a safe space too. Aww. Like you
0: like paved the way for them. Yeah, they
2: said that. They literally just cried for hours and hours on end. Because, you know, if you have a sibling, I don't know if you do, but like they mean the world to you, especially yeah. my, mine does, to me anyway. To me, but like coming out, our family, it was just such like a huge thing, a sweet thing. So that's all anyone really wants to do, isn't it? Like help someone else who's going through a tough absolutely. time. So yeah. they're so young as well. They're like 13 Wow. Oh, wow, I didn't come out till I was 18 so they can like live their teenage years like, truly mm-hmm. as they wish to so I'm currently about to live my teenage years through them <laughs> because yeah. I didn't get that <laughs> go back in time
0: just an excuse to go yeah. wild <laughs> Girl, you can just thrive in your 20s yeah <laughs> honestly they're the best years skip the teenagers
2: <laughs> that's another thing though nobody talks about that but like, I lost so much of my teenagers. Like, yeah. people find their first loves, their relationships, like, everything through their 20s, uh, 20s, for their teenagers, sorry. Mm. Gay people, most gay people, anyway, like, don't, have that so I kind of started living my teenagers when I went to university but then yeah. the pandemic hit yeah. <laughs> and now <laughs> I'm gonna have to live my teenagers out when I'm like 32. Yeah
1: <laughs> just watch
2: out for Meg she'll oh, be like yeah, living in yeah. her teens and she's like four years old
1: <laughs> still going out getting drunk but you know what though that is so fine and it's so cool and although there's sort of a presumed sort of timeline for everybody you do you, you know, even if you had the opportunity to be out and happy and comfortable as a teenager, why not do it again in your 20s and again in your 30s? Like, if you're not hurting anyone else, do what you want. If you want to go out partying, you want to get drunk, you want to find, you know, you want to be single, you want to see people or be in a relationship, whatever you want to do, it does not matter what your age is, just go for it. Oh my god, age does
0: not determine anything.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I know it's hard because I, I, I can relate to you in the fact that I'm sure I think so can as well. It feels as though you've lost out on time when you've kept so much of yourself in and you've been struggling with, with yourself for a long time. It does, on one side of things, it can feel like you've missed out. But on the other hand, look at your story, for example, although it was a really hard time for you and I'm sorry that it was, look how amazing, like the amazing thing that you've done for your sibling. And in a sense, you can think, well, I did struggle and I had a hard time, but I'm really good now. My family and my friends have been amazing and look at the gift I've given to my sibling who can be proud of who they are at such a young age. That's so
2: sweet, yeah, absolutely.
0: So just a question then before you go, what would you say to your pre-closeted self or to the younger girl who hadn't yet figured out her sexuality? What advice would you give? Oof, That's a big one. Yeah, it's a big question.
2: Um, (laughs) um, I would say there's no rush. Like, there's no rush to, like, completely figure yourself out. Like, I, f- I follow some people on social media, they're, like, 58 years old, and they're like, I just realised I was a lesbian. Yeah. Um, Like, there's absolutely, like, no rush to figure yourself out because that's what your life, that's why your entire life is for. Your yeah. journey, yeah. Labels can be a good thing. I-, I know a lot of people like to have label as comfort, but there's literally absolutely no rush as long as, like, you're happy with yourself mm-hmm. the people around you that you love are happy like with you like how you treat them then there's absolutely no harm in like waiting and like taking the time trying to figure mm-hmm. things out
0: yeah that's some really good advice yeah definitely
2: <laughs> yeah, it's emotional then <laughs> it,
0: is, yeah. it, it is
1: emotional and sometimes talking about your own story for the first time you know we had this with the other Meg that we spoke to putting this in a timeline and talking about it often is not something that we do or have the mm-hmm. opportunity to do and when you really think about it chronologically and tell it openly it's it is emotional because it's been something that has just happened and not been talked about do you know what I mean so to acknowledge yeah, what you've been
2: through and that's why I think you guys do an amazing job with this podcast literally I listen to, to them all oh, and I've laughed so I've cried I've like, you know, you guys are doing something amazing. So even though I don't know you guys, I'm really proud of you guys. Like oh, thank this. you. Thank you people... <laughs> so much. Lo- no, I'm serious. A lot of people are going to like benefit from this series, and I've like got all my friends like obsessed with downloading it as well. Oh, <laughs> amazing! So oh my god, thank yeah, you so thank
1: much. You and you, you too. You know, just being you and coming on the podcast and doing everything that you do on social media,
0: maybe you'll help some more little thirteen-year-olds. Definitely, definitely. You know, this is why we're oh, doing yeah. it. And thank you so much for sharing your story because it really will help other people.
2: Oh. Yeah, thank definitely. you guys for <laughs> having me. <laughs> oh. going on? It's
0: been so lovely to talk to
1: you. And I'm beaming, smiling right know, now. We both
2: too. beaming. And... <laughs> oh, you guys are so sweet. <laughs> oh.
1: Before we go, though, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yes. what you're
0: doing, about your
2: music? Um, so I'm Meg. I have a music Instagram, which is at MeganowinMusic. Which we love. Yeah, we do. I'm in mean, a cheeky stalk. <laughs> I mainly post covers right now, like piano covers, singing covers, but I'm hoping to release like my first single and EP during early <gasps> oh summer of this year. Oh God, yes, yes,
0: Meg. Oh my God, we can't wait. That's amazing. We can't wait. Uh, incredible i'm really excited
2: it's like part of my dissertation for uni and cool. wow my, enti- my entire project was like the lack of lgbtq representation in wales in Whoa. the music wow. scene so i'm gonna be collabing with like loads of queer artists oh my god oh, i'm living yes, for that man, it's just it. gonna be like a sad phoebe bridges lesbian album i'm hoping <gasps> anyway oh my god <laughs> all the lesbians <laughs> rejoice
1: <laughs> that is fantastic I'm excited for yeah. that one
0: so what is your um, Instagram name then for everyone to follow uh, you
2: can find me at Megan Owen Music on Instagram incredible and
0: we'll link it too oh well thank okay. you so much for coming on it's been so nice yeah we can't wait to hear more of your music too mm.
1: keep I an love. ear thank out for guys. Meg
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank all you right, guys thanks Meg so cheers <laughs> A lovely girl. I know. And she's the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> we love her. Oh my god about her mum. I know. Isn't that so cool? I'm like girl, oh, like, mum.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: We were like gobsmacked. I wonder why she didn't tell her that. I know yeah. You would think. Yeah. Well maybe her mum was afraid to come out to her. Maybe. We had two coming out. We had three coming outs in that wow. story. Yeah. Love it, mm-hmm. um, and so nice that she like paved the way kind of for her siblings to like comfortably come out,
1: yeah, yeah, like she created a safe space for them, yeah, which is a really powerful thing to do. Mm-hmm. Unbeknown to Meg as well, yeah, that the struggle she went through and that bravery of coming out for the first time mm-hmm. really sort of laid a foundation for her sibling to perhaps be reassured that it's okay, yeah, and that they can yeah. do it too.
0: Love it. We love it. So let's talk about her new single that has just come out recently.
1: Mm,
0: came out on Friday the 12th. It did indeed. And she describes it as literally the gayest love song to exist. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very fitting and we love that. But yes, we've had a listen and it is so, oh, it's so nice to listen to. We it love really it. is. Yeah. It's very
1: tranquil. Sorry. <laughs> it's very tranquil. We're keeping that in
0: because you kept in my mistake last time. <laughs> Touché. Uh, it's very tranquil and yeah. it's like... We were saying it's a mix between between Dodi yeah, and you said cigarettes after oh, sex as yeah, well. Yeah, my favourite. Just give me all oh. the feels. If you're currently just falling in love, <laughs> listen to this song. Or if you're pining after a lesbian
1: love, or if you're like shipping a lesbian couple on Netflix or something, <laughs> yeah. listen to the song.
0: <laughs> Even if you're just swiping, you know, yeah. it's still a song for you. When you fall, typical
1: lesbian falling in love yeah. at first sight, <laughs> of a picture, and imagining your whole lives together, <laughs> ready to call Ew, up no. the moving van. <laughs> no,
0: Don't never. say it like that. <laughs> like you didn't go through that phase. Once. With me. Yeah, once. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) But it happened. (laughs) For good reason.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we're drifting off point. It's a great song and it's full of the feels and it's just really beautifully written, beautifully sung, oh, so gorgeous mellow and I love your voice. I'm excited for more Stream to come from it. <laughs> Scream the bitch! the
0: <laughs> bitch! <laughs> this is what we say every time. Like we have to do like a lot of editing, and then we export it every single time. Like export the bitch! Yeah, it's, export it's <laughs> <the>
1: bitch! <laughs> it's such an achievement. It's yeah. such a feat uh, in our day when we've done all the then editing. When we've exported of the bitch, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like such a really export the bitch and stick the kettle on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next week, we will be speaking to Jess, aka Coality Gay, which
0: I think is probably the best username yeah, I've ever seen. I know. That's just how we refer to them. Coality yeah. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. <laughs> We're speaking to Jess, who fell in love with a gal from England. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Jess oh, is yeah. from America. Yeah, she's from America, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and they wrote a pretty hefty email
1: mm. to the parents. Well, Jess is a writer. They have their own blog which is amazing
0: yeah we'll post the link to their blog in our episode post
1: so yeah falling in love with a girl from the other side of the world from
0: overseas have we all done this before (laughs) can i get a raise of a hand can i
1: get an amen up in here Amen. oh
0: actually i am how do you think of
1: well when you're in australia you probably did just because you're in the same country they're still from the other side of the world
0: true mm. with an english girl <laughs> oh right
1: <laughs> oh my mate annabelle can tell you all about that
0: <laughs> honestly oh my god you've triggered her with this one <laughs> in australia
1: annabelle from episode nine yeah she's <laughs> more girlfriends from different countries than from her own <laughs> Very tempting to go into more detail about the episode. Alas, we will wait until next time to spill all the tea.
0: We will indeed. We'll see you there. We will indeed. Feel <laughs> <laughs> <you love>. of <laughs> Hey, Gabs. So, what does a
1: gay horse eat? Oh, I'm trying to think of something. Go on, what does a gay horse eat?
0: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>